coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! Mr. Kung Lee, we're here live with Kung Lee. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, we appreciate it. It's been so long since uh, we had a big star in the house. You're like one of our heroes of MMA. Your <laughs> your flying kick is like one of the most uh, scissors kicks. That flying scissors kicks you do is like one of the most famous uh, moves in MMA. And you're a movie star. And you met Chuck Norris. Like it doesn't get more famous than that. So thank you very much for coming on our show. Oh, thank you. Thank you know. I, I mean, like for me, uh, you know, it, the the career that I had. You know, I'm. You know, so many people was always asked, like, what did you do? start to MMA sooner? And I, I just, you know, it was God's plan. And I never look back because then if I'm looking back, I can't, you know, I can't focus on what's happening in the future. Coming up into your career, I mean, you were doing Sanchao in the early 90s, right when MMA was like hitting a big stream. Did you feel like it was just a perfect fit for you or or what what led you into MMA? You know, of course, watching, you know, the, like the first UFC where, you know, Hoist, Hoist Gracie, you know, went in and uh, basically tapped everyone and uh, just the competition. But, you know, what got me into um, mixed martial arts was Javier Mendez and Scott Coker. You know, um, Javier kept on telling me I should be doing MMA and, and Scott Coker finally uh, started an MMA promotion. And next thing I know, I was the co-main co event uh to the you know the Scott Coker's first Strike Force show in in San Jose. That's awesome, and uh, one of our uh, longtime uh, guests on the, on the podcast, Patchy Mix, just won the Million Dollar Grand Prix, and uh, but uh, Bellator. So we're all about like shooting that out. And man, Coker is the man. We appreciate everything he's done for MMA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, one thing about Coker, he's he's a traditional martial artist. So, you know, he, he has a little bit more of that uh, honor and, and uh, he treats the fighters right. And, and he, he's, a, he's a great guy. So I, I was blessed to fight under his promotion. I love to hear that. So my first teacher, his favorite fighter was Frank Shamrock of all time. And uh, <laughs> I, was, I bet him when you guys fought that you were going to kick his ass. So you made me $5, just so you know. <laughs> oh, okay. You should have bet like 500 push-ups. <laughs> I would love to do 500 push-ups. <laughs> that was a good bet. That would be an even better bet. Uh, what was it like fighting uh, one of the Shamrocks? They were like the legends of MMA. You know, um, fighting Frank Shamrock out, you know, I, 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 I feel so blessed to be able to fight someone like Frank Shamrock. And, um, you know, I just, I was, you know, I guess uh, – five fights into it and you know i've been i was blessed with the title shot and i i ran with it and i i i i i went in you know everything was going good for me my faith was strong and and um you know i i thank the lord every day for for that opportunity and for that performance hey mr yeah. lee how you got started in martial arts uh well i got started in martial arts when you know, I came over here as a refugee uh, from Vietnam, um, and I left um, like a week or two before um, the fall of Saigon. And you know, after 
actually before I was talking about two refugee camp, but then when I talked it over with my mom, when we got to California, we stayed into an, we stayed at another refugee camp, so three refugee camps, and um, then we got a sponsor. And when I started school, not until I got a little little bit older and I got to elementary school, I realized you know, um, you know, being picked on and being called gook and nip and chink and and getting beat up all the time, I figure, you know, uh, I just go home and and uh, ask my mom uh, to, um, you know, have me start martial arts lesson, and, and and that's what she did. So she started me doing some martial arts lessons, and and actually, you know, um, I, I had a pretty good teacher because he said, "Why fight? The only thing that you gain from fighting is one more enemy." So I, you know, I just I was I learned to avoid it, but you know, sometimes you just gotta put, you know, you just gotta throw the first punch because you know what's going to happen and you know being educated by a good martial artist uh is very important these days because you know how if, if i put my kid like my son in and i don't have the time to train him i want to make sure that the trainer has has good morals you know he believes in god or he, he's you know he, he's in that zone that is all about you know goodness and righteousness and stuff so you know I, I, I was blessed. God paved the way and, you know, without knowing it, I walked down the path, trusting that everything will be okay. How do you feel that MMA has changed that respect in the martial arts? I feel like um, I've been involved in martial arts for a long time. I was a traditional martial artist myself, and then I fought. I fought professionally, and I feel like there's a little bit less respect today in uh, martial arts. It's more about showmanship and less about the art. How do you feel about that? Do you do you generally run into that, you think, or? Well, you know, of course, like Frank Shamrock was, uh, he, he was great at talking really, you know, and then Michael Bisbing and, you know, Patrick Corte, they, they all had some something, you know, to say, but, you know, like for me, I just focus on what I needed to do. I'm not worried about, you know, everyone else. I just going to focus on how I represent myself and, and how I represent the martial arts. And of course, whenever I win or lose, I give all glory to the father. I like that. I started a gym and uh, like I run a gym now and I, um, I've been struggling with trying to make sure that everyone's respectful too. Like it's tough because everyone wants to fight, but I want to have respectful fighters. So it's, uh, it's an interesting dilemma and I was, I've been struggling with it lately. And, uh, like I was just wondering about your thoughts on that. You know, um, because everyone's going to look up to you because you're the coach and you run everything. So, you know, like going back to the old school, since you said you started, you know, you, you were in the traditional martial arts, you know, maybe you should have like some kind of like before people start martial arts, they like, you know, they salute into you. Then they say, you know, I would do my best to be, you know, loyal. I would do my best to, you know, have faith in God or something like you can make up like five things like like a creed right yeah you have them say it then you start class then at the end now every time i end training with my son and his 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 friends we always we always finish with the prayer and uh -huh. you know it's it, it, i'm telling you you know when you put god first everything else will follow that's awesome i think with yeah. that being said we're going to finish this with a prayer <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I, like, I like the sound of that <laughs> Oh man, Ray, one for you. Oh, so uh, let me see. Uh, X Conley, if you remember when he, myself, and Jake the Snake Roberts 
Goldberg and others was featured and performing them. Mount Clemens, uh, Michigan at T-Lex Expo in 2014. Yeah. Great memories. Yeah. You know what? Um, sorry, Ray. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's been so long. I've been to so many events, and right mm -hmm. now, you know, I, I can't. I, I it's not looking good to me. I I, I know. You know, um, I I've been to so many of these events, and <laughs> it's it's I, I can't remember. Man, I I can't tell how many times someone comes up. I'm not even famous. Like you're famous. Like, I don't know that many people. People come up to me like, hey, remember? I'm like, I don't even know who you are, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't imagine what you go through. But you know what? Um, you know, like like for me, I, I always try to find the time. And and if, if I'm at a booth and, and if there's still people, I try to make sure everyone gets through. And I give, you know, whatever they need, whether they want to take a picture or, you know, uh, you know an autograph, then I make sure it's done. That's awesome. That's so good. Uh, I met Lou Ferrigno and he was like such a jerk. Like uh, we went to the booth and like he was a jerk to my kid. He was like, a, a, like I thought he was supposed to be a super nice guy, man. And like it wasn't the same experience, you know, like I've, I've been to a lot of these events. All the fighters are always like they always take the time. Like there's something about fighting that is just different. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I feel like when fighters have to compete, you know, and whether they put on a show or an act so they can get, you know, you know, publicity on, on the fight, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, it's, it's like what the Bible says, what comes out of the mouth will defile them, like defile you. So uh, I, I feel like nowadays so many people are so far away from God and, and um, you know, even the Bible says everyone's have forgotten the ancient one. That's our father, and and um, that's that's what's happening nowadays. Like right now, look what's going on. Uh, good is considered evil. Evil is considered good. You know, I mean, it's you know, it is what it is. If you're following the Bible, you know, um, make sure you you repent because tomorrow's not promised for anyone. And and um, you know, Jesus can could come at any time right now. I was uh, checking out your YouTube um, just leading into this interview because I like to do a little background research. And um, I saw the Expedia thing where they have God um, uh, start out like a cuss word on, uh, on Expedia. It's crazy. Like, uh, actually, my wife and I, we are um, I'm putting some uh, reservations together. And, um, and, like, she was communicating with whoever was on the other line. And we, she had finished the reservations and she said, thank you so much. God bless. And literally it blocked out the word God. So, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, we um, definitely live in crazy times for sure. <laughs> revelations. We're living in revelation times. Do you think it's that or do you just think that strong people aren't strong enough to come forward and stand up for what's right? I think... Uh, I think now we're as a culture we uh we just sit back and we let we don't stand up for what's right. I think that is more that than people are changing. I don't know how you feel about that. No, I think it's a little bit of everything because um it all starts with the parents, right? And like I, I don't know how you guys grew up, but my mom was pretty strict and you know if I said something rude or mean she would make sure i go and apologize and she would stand there and watch me apologize and i think nowadays like i, I see it in a lot of the kids i see a lot of uh, you know 
a lot of my my sons, uh, you know, um, like whenever I drop them off at school, and it was like just people communicating in the way they walk. They don't care. They they don't look at like they're on their phone, and I, you know. So I think it's um, it, it's just the world we live in now. And I think the parents gotten away from being strict. That you know, everyone's trying to you know be you know they're so focused on trying to be part of the world instead of living in the world and that's what the bible says is you know don't be part of the world just live in the world you know so you don't get caught up in all the sin and every single thing else we have a question from isaiah cat isaiah is a, a local fighter around here he just fought for a title yesterday uh he took a body shot and uh, he went to the hospital. I don't know. Hopefully he's all right. So my prayers are with you today, Isaiah. Uh, he, he wants to know what are your thoughts about martial arts now versus the past and how it's evolved all around? Um, this is Isaiah. He, he just fought yesterday or? Yes, correct. Yep. Okay. Um, Isaiah, um, you know, I feel like the martial arts now, uh, all the athletes, they're, they're well, they're more, um, it's more serious now. It's more like the diet's more clean. Uh, everything there's, it's like a scientifically, you know, they're, they're, they're going by like, like everyone, like since martial arts, like mixed martial arts, it's an evolution and it's, it's keep growing. The fighters are getting better. And, and there, a lot of the fighters are becoming more well-rounded, but you know, like, like, like you just said, we're, we're missing that element of, respect you know the martial arts traditional martial arts but you know like i said um it's uh it is what it is isaiah is one of the good ones him and his coach are super respectful uh original muay thai people under ajahn chai like they're really good straight thai fighters really awesome guys yeah, yeah he's one of my there. favorite local fighters isaiah awesome awesome yes uh speaking of uh uh, being more professional nowadays and fighting, I wanted to jump into something I just discovered when uh, I was doing research for our interview today. Um, I didn't know that um, that the drug test uh, that you failed against Michael Bisming was bullshit. Like that went back and it was proven that there was nothing in your system. Uh, I just wanted to give you a chance to clear it up. I thought, like when I read that, I was so mad. I I hate when someone's reputation takes a hit for something that's not true. And one of the things I've always tried to do with this podcast is call people out for that. And um, whether it's like calling out someone that did something bad in the in the community or like praising people for doing the right thing, I wanted to bring it to the light that what happened to you was not fair. And uh, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about it, like we talked about it in uh, the pre-show a little bit. Oh, uh, thank you for letting me talk about it. You know, um, first of all, they they did a blood test and what was elevated was my hgh levels and of course after that i didn't know much about hgh or you know the the the, the peds that people were taking i know i knew about trt but what i what i didn't know was like you know every single thing that like when they test you i was i was clean of any anabolic i was clean of any trt but my hgh level was um elevated but if you look at my face it was pretty banged up so right away what does your body do it goes into repair mode so the hgh levels increase so it, it's working right away so you're like if you 
if you went into a sauna for 30 minutes, if you worked out for 30 minutes, your HGH level goes up. And in the sauna, I remember doing research on it and it, it goes up like 180 times. I don't know what a 30 minute workout does, but it goes up very high. And that's part of your body, you know, and HGH, your body produces HGH. So since it was elevated, you know, of course, you know, whatever happened, they, they accused me of being on HGH, but I was clean of anabolics. I was clean of any other supplements or, you know, performance enhancing, but HGH, but then um, a doctor, um, I can't remember the doctor, but he came on Twitter and because he had a 10 year research on HGH and he complained and he says, well, Kung Lee, if, you know, Kung Lee just got done fighting. And so his levels are where it should be, you know? So from that, they, they pulled back whatever they, they said, they, you know, I should have been, they, they, they went from a, a nine month suspension to a year. And then after that, they, they offered me a fight right away. But at that time I was like already, so I had a, such a bad taste in my mouth. Um, I just, you know, um, Rampage uh, was telling me about this lawsuit and it helps all the fighters in UFC. I jumped on that right away because I was like, yeah, I'm going to jump on this. One day my son is going to want to fight. I, I wouldn't want him to go through this. You know, I worked hard, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, he, here's the thing. My trainer at the time, um, Matt, uh, he said I could have gotten to that physique like in three months, but it was like, like I started the year like out. I started like, okay, I'm gonna clean up my diet. I'm just gonna, I'm older now. I, I need to recover quicker. I'm just gonna eat cleaner and I'm gonna get on the right diet. It, it took a long time to get there, but even when I got there, it, you know, lighting helps. Everything, you know, in that help. And I, you know, I, I, I made sure I stayed on a strict diet for the last three months. Of course, when the, the, the year started, you know, I was, I'm one of those guys that if I eat, if I start eating a chocolate bar, I have to finish a couple of chocolate bars. You know? <laughs> so, you know, That's Ray, right, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people don't understand like how hard it is to die. And the other thing people don't understand is uh, if you're not a coach, you're not watching a lot of film. You see these guys when they fight and they're so huge and they're so ripped. And then you see them in real life and they look like regular people. So when you see someone on TV, when when you see when you're next to them, you don't really get a good image of how big or how small they are. Like, I bet you, like, no one really realizes how big some of the guys are that you were fighting. Like, how much bigger Bisping was than you? Like, he's a big guy. I've seen you both in real life, and he's he's pretty thick. Not that you're small or anything, but he's a he's a a big gentleman. <laughs> I, I'm actually I was probably the smallest 185 pounder at the time. You know, I just I just had a, such a, a like in high school, always cutting weight got to junior college and I, I didn't cut weight. I, I, I just like, I didn't cut more than 10 pounds and I felt so much better. And I said, I'm never going to cut weight like that again. I should have had a bad experience in, in high school trying to please the coach and let's, let's fill the, all the spots. So I had to cut down to like the lower weight. And then I realized my performance would, would have been way better if I would have wrestled two weights to class up, you know? So. And you were a junior college all American, right? Yeah, I, I won the state championship for West Valley College. Then the following year, I, I you know, I got upset, but I still was All-American. I took third, and I wrestled year-round since I was in seventh grade, like year-round 
just wrestling. All I did was freestyle Greco-Roman, and I even I even jumped in not knowing how to do any submissions. I jumped into Sambo, you know, at the nationals, and you know, I I, I won a national title in Sambo. I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna go in there and take the guy down and listen to the ref if he says let go and stand up, then that's what I'll do. So, you know, yeah. Speaking of Sambo, how good are you at leg locks? Uh, you know, I'm not that good with leg locks. You know, um, yeah, I, I, I try to stay away from leg locks, you know, because I'm one of those guys, like, when I'm going, I, I'm, like, I'll, I, I go into it. I, I don't want to hurt anyone. And at the time, I was like, I'm just going to keep it standing. I have good wrestling. But, you know, when you go down, you're in a different element. You know, I, like, there's a couple times I'm like, there's no way this guy's going to tap me. And the next thing I'm, I'm fighting in submission, I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> you know, during training, you know. Yeah. So, are, uh, do you train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? And if you do, do you got a, uh, a rank? What rank you are? I'm actually a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I got my blue belt from Garth Taylor. I'm not sure you know who, who he is. And then, and then also Paul Schreiner. So, um, you know, I, I got my uh, blue belt from there. And I, I remember um, I told Garth, I was like, hey, you know, you know, like I'm, I'm it's a bad habit for me now. I'm, I'm starting to grab onto shorts because when we're doing a lot of gi work, and, he, and then he goes, well, don't come to gi class. Or if you're going to come to gi, gi class, just tell everyone that you're getting ready for your fights and, and don't wear a gi. So I stopped wearing a gi. And then next thing I know, I just I, I just came to, like, no gi class. And I'm looking around I'm like, hey, um, how come he's purple belt already? That's my student. And he started the same time I did. You know, at the, and at that time, I, I wasn't in a blue belt yet, right? And then he's like, well, you're not wearing a gi. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I just didn't pay any attention. Then, you know, years later, I'm like, hey, he's like about to get his black belt. I'm <laughs> you don't wear your gi. I'm like, okay. Well, you're the That's one who right. told me not to wear my gi. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ray, when did you start yeah. training? Uh, like in martial arts or? Um, uh, or no, I was, I was making fun of Ray. I was going to be like, Ray, when did you start training? Because Ray's still oh, a white yeah. belt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was doing a lot of no gi, just like yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. gi's, you know, like uh, uh, the and the reason why I stopped doing gi's a couple times my fingers got caught up in the gi and I, and I'm like, oh, my <laughs> fights are gonna be, you know, and you know this one's kind of messed up already, you know, yeah. so so I just didn't go to the gi classes. I feel you there. Too bad the Donna her leg lock system wasn't around when you were fighting because. Man, can you imagine that flying scissors takedown with a heel hook on trees and going into saddle? You would have been like his prized student. He would have probably searched you out. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, you know, during training a couple times, I did my scissor kick, and this was now I'm doing MMA. And next thing I'm, I'm fighting knee bars and I'm fighting ankle locks. I'm like, man, I'm not going to do my scissor in here because if I have to fight knee bars and ankle locks, you know, I'm, I'm just going to play it safe. Yeah. I uh, Because of you, I've had – so many experiences of uh, having that flying scissors take down done on me poorly. And uh, I can't tell you how happy I am that no one can do it as good as you because most people just fall on their head and like their entrances are terrible and it's easy to counter them. Like you're so smooth with that. How do you, how do you train that? How do you get good at that technique? Well, you know, it, it all starts with my sidekick. I start hitting the guys with the sidekick and then now they're, they're thinking the sidekick will come and they, they then they cover up and I miss the sidekick deliberately then I go into a scissor kick. I love I love the the way that you do that, and it's so smooth when you do that. I've never 
I've never seen anyone else that can really do it the same way as you. And like you, you look so short when you do it and it's so smooth. Like you don't see people, your body proportion really doing that technique too often. And it's amazing to see. I just, I'm so impressed by the dexterity in your legs. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was a, a lot of practice. And I, you know, the first, like first week I was like, wow, I was getting it on everyone. But then, you know, everyone started realizing, yeah, he's doing it all the time. So I, I start, I stopped getting it on them. But the reason why I feel like they started realizing, oh, let's defend against this. Oh, he's getting in a position. Let's move and give him movement. And then, then, then it was harder for me to start getting it on the guys I was training with. But then when I would get it, it's actually, I would earn it because they, they knew it was coming and they fight it, but I still get it. So whenever I took it into competition, I was getting it, but I made sure I don't do it right away. I want to chip away, feed them a whole bunch of side kicks and back kicks and some head kicks and let them be leery of that. And all of a sudden, boom, scissor kicks there. So you came up in, in San Chao, right? And that, that would just be a scoring takedown, right? You just stand right back up from that position? Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing when you go behind, you suplex them and you stand back up. Yeah. That's, a, that's such an awesome art. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, um, plus I did a lot of Greco-Roman too. So the throws, you know, throws came natural. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely looks like it. And it's so impressive to watch you uh, execute those techniques. Even to this day, there hasn't been another fighter like you in uh, – one of the reasons why I'm really a huge fan of you and I want to have you on the show is just because you're like a legend and a pioneer of that style of fighting. And like, I don't think anyone's ever going to do it again. Everyone's so evolved, but it's like a technique that just got lost. You know, I, I give all glory to God almighty, the most high, the most powerful, the most love and the most skilled because he's the one who created all martial arts. And, you know, and yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm blessed and, and I, I thank him every single day for every single thing that I, I've been able to do. That's that's amazing to to hear, and it makes me like it just fills me with smiles. Like I want to smile every time I hear you say that because it's yeah. so good to hear you give him back. Um, you're kind of, you were kind of in a similar situation to to like Conor McGregor, maybe not like Conor McGregor money where you're buying boats and stuff, but you were already an actor when you were fighting. How did? Why, what made you want to still fight when you're already in the, the world of Hollywood? Like you, like most fighters want to just make it there. You know, like there's not a lot of desire to go back in a fight once you, you made it, made it. Well, Conor, Conor McGregor is on a different level of making money. <laughs> I mean, you know, God had blessed him, you know, with this opportunity and, and he definitely was blessed with it, but you know, I made good money. And then, um, Luckily for me, I I just did the movies because I knew that I couldn't fight forever. And I, I figured I wanted to have something to fall back on, on top of teaching and training my 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 sons. And and, and I just pursued acting. But then, then when you get deeper and deeper, and then when I retired from fighting, I started, you know, started hearing that the only way you get to the top is you have to sell your soul. So I slowly transitioned my way out. And um, just, uh, just uh, I had this opportunity come up where um, I don't want to mention any names because my, my agent and my manager don't want to talk to me anymore because I turned down 
the opportunity to be part of this big, um, big HBO um, Max um, uh, show with Robert Downey Jr. And it was like a, a Vietnamese character, perfect for me, like a Vietnamese general. But it was like, here it came down to like God saying, you know, pick up your cross and, you know, do my will or go towards Hollywood. And for some reason, my wife um, and and my family were all like, they were gonna support me in whatever I, I did. But of course my wife and, uh, you know, she she loves the father and Jesus so much and, and what her mom did, uh, you know, she was an exorcist and she had 400 exorcism and my wife was part of half of those exorcisms and they're all successful. And um, I just said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to pass on the movies. I'm going to pass on turning in my audition. All they want to make sure I was able to speak Vietnamese, which I could. And and next thing I know, um, you know, um, sitting right here, we, we have a hundred over a hundred cases with spiritual battles for our families and and people experiencing, you know, a poltergeist or you know, demonic attachments, and and we we're we're able to help every single person, and we don't charge for it. So we just we're doing God's work, and it's it's just a such an honor, and the feeling when you when when the Holy Spirit comes within you. I mean, it's you can't you can't. It's hard to explain. You just when you when you cry, you can't stop crying. When you feel a certain way, you're just like it's like like after you win the biggest title in your life, but. You know, you don't even care who's around. You're just like, you just, it's like, like you want to scream out, Abba, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's powerful. So you, do, you did that like a hundred times already? Yeah. yeah. Like we you you experienced that like a hundred times? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, we that's amazing. That's yeah. pretty good work for your life. Three and a half years, you know? So there's a lot of people out there. I mean, you know, we, we had to weave a lot of, you know, weave our way through a lot of people just wanting to talk because, hey, that's Kung Lee. Hey, I'm experiencing a spiritual battle, you know. I'm calling them. How can I help you? Do you know Jesus? You know, so, it you know, it, 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 it's, it, it's just always a learning experience with, with um, you know, with um, the faith and religion and so many people like from Muslims to Buddha and all that. They're all, I have so many different fans from different religions and and then you know you have to tippy toe around everything when you talk to them about God Almighty who created every single thing is the devil that is put you know is the great deceiver and been the the deceiver since the beginning of time as he's been the murderer since the beginning of time like I, when I first learned that I was like you know, who who do you murder and you know my wife and I we really broke down we jumped into it murdered Adam and Eve since the beginning of time. And while science wants you to believe that you came from primates, no, no, we came from Adam and Eve, you know, and God made Adam and Adam in his likeness and in his image. And then of course, when he pulled Adam's rib, he had to put work into it and see a lot of people don't realize how special we are as like his children, because, you know, um, a lot of people don't realize this, but we, we, my wife and I made sure we, we, we get all our facts right. But, you know, like one day in heaven is a thousand years here. He spent a day, you know, working on Adam. And, um, you know, so Adam was created in seven, seven of God's spirits and the four elements and his breath. So if, if 
that's why you know like people don't understand um and that's why the devil is always he's a great deceiver he doesn't want you to know this because if you, once you know this you realize wow i'm 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 we're we're made in god's likeness and image and that's why he loves us so much and adam stayed on adam and eve stayed on you know the like on this mountain and in the cave of treasures for 930 years so they didn't want to come and be part of the world and that's what i was talking earlier you just got to live in the world but try not to be part of the world because when you become part of the world you you sin is there you have to swim through through sin so that sin's going to stick onto you but then when you start liking the money when you're chasing the money now you're you're living in sin you know so so going back to acting do you feel you feel like you can't bring your message and act do you feel like hollywood doesn't want to hear you or hear the message you got like i'm, I'm kind of like is that why you didn't do the that hbo thing or is it just like here's the thing when, when you're acting what are you doing you're 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 it's in, in a way you're a fake you, you're just you're acting like a character and the character wasn't righteous you know he was you know he 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 lies a lot and even though he's a general he's a general he got to his position you know and and um it's i i just i just know because i i i i with my wife and i we we spent a lot of time studying the bible uh her more than me um but um you know whatever i i'm missing she makes up and sometimes you know like she doesn't understand a parable and even though uh you know i i don't know it but like i we sit we right away we will get on our knees and we'll pray about like what the message or what it is about this parable that we need to know and right away god answers and most of the time we're we're um you know we're taken to another level you know um i i feel that you know the Bible is, is God's word, but everyone has their own different meaning because when, when they ask God for that message in this parable, then when God gives it to them, God gives it to them. So this parable or this you know scripture can help them get through whatever it is or let them understand where they are in life, you know, so. I like that. I, I man, it's, that's, it's crazy that you, um, like so many people sell their soul to have opportunity to have opportunity you had and you're like, nah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna live in the world like you just said. Yeah, I mean at first in Hollywood, I I said I can do it without without, you know, do selling it, but then you realize everything's controlled by the Illuminati, you know, come on. Um you know once once they 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 couldn't get me. They after my wife and I um, got married, they they the Illuminati made an offer to her, and it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, the things that you have to do, what the devil wants you to do for money and fame, it's it's crazy. As you see, what's going on right now, you know, um, it's crazy. So so it'd be safe to say, like fighting a lot better than acting. Then <laughs> it's a lot more honest. It's no, yeah, fighting. It's it's between you and your opponent and of yeah. course your team that's behind you yeah. and then you win you get a chance to praise god and speak right and but in in acting you're going to all these 
all these like red carpet events and you're, you're about to show your movie and you go with these interviews, they have specific questions, you answer them, and if you try to like add something in, it's like you're, uh, you know, like like the, the, the person who's guiding you through the, they call it the round table. They're like, next question, next question. They make sure you don't get a chance to like speak much about God. That's what I noticed when, when, when I was going through, you know, promoting the films and, you know, they, they spend a lot of money. They make sure you speak right. And I think God let me, he led me through that so I can understand how to deal with media, how to, how to talk to people. And then eventually, you know, like what I'm doing right now, I'm, I'm, I'm just letting you guys know, you know, how special you and all your fans are because we're creating God's likeness and image. So a lot of people don't want to see that. They rather, you know, like in the Bible, it talks about like Buddha. The first Dalai Lama says, don't worship me, worship the father. Well, how this world is, they, they maneuver things. So you end up following, you know, like man's, what man is saying instead of what God is saying. What God is saying is in the Bible. Don't don't change the words. But if you listen to man, you're actually listening to his words instead of your instead of the God Almighty's word. So, you know, it's not hard to navigate. It's just the devil has put up too many stumbling blocks for you to fall over. And then when you get up, you're you're looking at a different screen in a way, you know. So should be looking at or reading the Bible. So Ray, uh, Ray messaged me. I, I thought you guys were talking about earlier. Are you doing like some sort of um, uh, animation about uh, refugees or something? Not refugee, but um, our uh, my good friend Victor. Um, he's a he's a the producer director of uh, My American Family, and and he has a like um, a kids show, and he he you know I, I I came on as like a voice because we get to bring some elements of the Bible into it and then make it more like, you know, like kid friendly and what the family environment's all about. Cause you know, his show was my American family and it was like a solid show. It didn't have, you know, any transgender or, you know, LGB, whatever it is, you know, I think right now, like even all the parents are speaking up and standing up about it and, and, you know, for all the parents out there, hold the line, guys. Hold the line. You know, don't let them come cross that line. That's your kids. That's what they want. They don't want. They want your kids because they're the most innocent. And this whole demonic agenda, this is all from, 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 from the devil, working through those bloodlines and locking down everything. And that's why the Bible says, you know while we're here on this earth, this is our trial basis because what does God have for us? He made a promise and he's undefeated at keeping his promise and that's eternal life. But you first got to get through the narrow gates. First, you got to know how to get there. And the key thing is believing in Jesus, know that he died on the cross for us, know that he rose again three days later and he stayed around for 50 days. That's why there's a Pentecost afterwards. And, um, and he did all this so we can repent our sins. And we are able when and also when we get baptized, we wash away that original sin that um, you know Adam and Eve end up getting caught, stuck with, but it was a deception. That's why the devil is the great deceiver. He's been deceiving 
man since the beginning of the time. You know, like a lot of people don't know this, but when you read all the books and you put it together, the devil actually possessed the snake. You know, I'm just gonna go through it real quick. Possessed the snake. So when the snake was speaking to Eve, it was the actually the devil. So when Eve consented, he um I mean she when when she consented to you know, telling Adam about this fruit, it, it, when she went and, and told Adam about it, it wasn't her speaking anymore. It was the devil. So she got possessed because she she accepted and she sinned. And that's how, that's we are here today because of that sin. But Jesus came down to help us, you know, because in the Old Testament, you have to do all kinds of different things to, you know, if you sin. But now Jesus saved us from that. And we're able to repent, go get baptized. And like every single day in the morning, you know, I, I repent. And at night I repent. And if, if a word comes out like S-H-I-T, I'll repent. If I slip up here, I'm repenting. I don't care where it is. I repent wherever I am because I know what's at hand, you know. And this is short time. If, if you're with the Father, it's eternal. The, you, you're going to know everyone. You're going to be there's going to be no darkness there's there's going to be no pain that's what the father promises every single person you know a lot of people don't want to believe that because the devil's that good he's a great deceiver so like he, here's the thing i've i have nothing against muslims but 60 million muslims believe that jesus christ is not the son of god what did god say yeah he he made the word and it became flesh. That's God. When, and Jesus says, when you see me, you see the Father. When you see the Father, you see me. God is seven spirits and he wants you to become one with him. And the devil wants you to believe, which is true because when Jesus casts that demon, when that demon says, um, we, are, we are many, we are legion, we are legion or we are many. And guess what? When Jesus cast him into the pigs, all the pigs jumped off the mountain or a cliff and ended there it is john 101 all the <laughs> um, like all the all the pigs killed themselves they don't want to be part of the devil now if the pigs don't want to be part of the you know part of the devil look at what's happening right now all all these transgender they they have no clue they've been tricked and that's why jesus is so it's like so merciful father they know not what they do that's 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 love that's the power of love. And, you know, this world, we need more love. And, and here's the thing, no man is going to be able to save what's, what's about to come because Jesus already came to save us. It's up to us to save ourselves. This world is going to end. And the Bible says after 6,000 years that we're right, we're, we're there, there's going to be a new earth and there's going to be a new heaven. And people can, people can laugh all they want. But remember in the Bible, it says, Laugh now, but you won't be laughing later. So, Mr. Kung, how do you feel about organized religion? Do you... I don't know. I feel like you should be a minister or a pastor or something. Like, like you have <laughs> no. so much, like, passion uh, for, like... Go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 it's okay. Um, you know what? Um, like, you know, a lot of people are like, how can I help your ministry? I don't have a ministry. I just work... I, 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 I ask God, Father... I want to do your will. I want to not work for anyone. How do I do that? I don't want to go around asking for donations. And the father blessed me with like 
like things that like like uh, some beads out uh, here. Let me have some, my wife's right here. Can I see the beads real quick? <laughs> yeah. So it's just like beads like this, you know, yeah. that is selling in a, a you know Jerichai um, beads. That you know every beads that sold they they donate to spiritual battles. Uh, uh, you know, I I said, Father, you know, and you know how this feels because a lot of us, you know, now older age, and I'm like, Father, I need something to boost my energy. My elbows hurt. And I see a week later, he answers the prayer, and I'm like, elk, velvet, you know, antler. I'm like, okay, wow, it boosts natural testosterone. It boosts your HGH. It boosts all this naturally, and none of the animals are, like, injured by when they harvest it. Like, I'm going to try it before I'm going to let everyone know about it. So after, you know, two and a half weeks, I'm like, wow, this this works pretty good. So I start doubling up my dose. And, you know, two and a half months later, I feel great. You know, I, I mean, there's still pain, but not as much as pain as before. So and now, you know, uh, within the first month and a half, I promoted on my Instagram, my Facebook and even, um, you know, like uh, just talk. I'm calling up all my buddies and wow, it's like it's it's doing great so so for everyone that's watching i've been scrolling through uh, his ig is uh kung lee 185 and then his website is www.kungleeofficial.com um i don't think you can click on it but you can just copy and paste it put it in your browser and check out mr kung lee's uh, social medias for sure please thank you please thank make you. sure you guys are doing that yeah gotta make sure we sell you a little bit too <laughs> all right since you guys are throwing some good questions, have, have both you guys read the Bible? I have read Whoa. the Bible. I have gone to the Buddhist temple. I have very deep Muslim friends. I'm very interested in religion. Um, I'm, I have a little bit different belief system than you, but I believe in God 100%. And, man, I'm, I'm a pretty spiritual person, I would say. Hey, okay, real quick. You can't serve two, two masters, right? So when you Correct. talk about Buddha and all that, remember what I mentioned to you? And there's there's a book out there, the, and it talks about how the first Dalai Lama says, "Don't worship me, worship the Father." And here's the thing: in the Bible, it says when man created these idols with his own hands, like the Buddha, you know, the statues and stuff. And then then God laughs at it, laughs at the people who worship these false idols that is created by our own hands. So just think about that. Just know there's only one God. There's no other God. And I can, I put, I put everything I, I, my, I put my heart and soul on that. So there's only one God. He sent his only son, Jesus Christ down to save us. So when you believe that the Holy Spirit dwells within you. And when I tell you, I've never cried like a baby. Like after my fight, I cried. I cried hard. But when the Holy Spirit enter, enters into you, and you know, you can't you can't control it. It's it's like undeniable. Like the love and the power, and and like it's it's amazing. My wife and I, we put everything God first, and everything else everything else follows. And with God before you, nothing can stand against you. Uh, what about you, Ray? Did you read the Bible? Uh, I haven't read the Bible. Uh, I got the Bible app on my phone, <laughs> and I I read through it. 
They they text me message of the day and stuff like that. See, <laughs> but that, that that's actually God saying, "Hey, open up the Bible. I'm gonna open. I'm gonna show you the the, the Bible app that I like." It's where uh, hold on this that Bible app right there. Oh, I got that. I got that one. Yep, it reads it to you. Yep, I think it even does different languages. And when you read the Bible, make sure you're reading the King James traditional version. Okay. Yeah. Could you uh, could you give a description what the differences are? I've actually I'd be interested to hear that. Well, you know, like of course every Bible, and why do you think there's so many Bibles? Because the devil's working at deceiving people, so they take out certain verses, you know, certain verses, so you don't get the full, you know, like the full verse, so you don't understand it, and you have to really dig really hard, and you have to go and check out all these different, you know, uh, you know, you compare them with each other. So a lot of people don't have that patience to do it. They just want to read through it. No, you read through it because it guides you in life. It guides you through like through all kinds of like just about every single thing. There's an answer in the Bible for just about every single thing. But you want to, you know, like for, for me, even reading the, the King James Bible traditional version with my wife, we still, we, we read the book of Enoch. We read the secret books of um Adam and Eve, and and then and then all the other, you know, the the the, the secret texts. Uh, mm -hmm. It's there's so much, and when you put them all together, and then you truly like study it, then you realize, whoa, we are we're there, we're there. So, just uh, see, it, it's it's exciting to talk about it because you're the, the father who's everyone's father. It's everyone's father. It's it's up to you to 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 go and seek him. Why? Because he already he already gave you his only son, and his only son died for you. So he owes you nothing. And there, there's a part in the Bible when Adam um, gets to see God one last time before he dies after 930 years. Then after that, God says he told Michael to seal seal his throne off with with the sea of glass. Why? Because he Guess what? We, we we put all the parables together. At that during that time, he's he's creating the new heaven, creating the new earth. And unless you're seeking him, he will hear you. That sea of glass prevents that devil from yelling, hey, this is what you're doing. See, look at all your people. They're all they're all fornicating, they're all doing this, they're sinning. And and so the father doesn't want to hear that. And he doesn't want to hear all these people, what's going on. He gives you free will to make your own choices. So the choices you make will determine what happens to your soul. So he's not a dictator. He loves you that much and he trusts you. If you love, if I love you this much and you can love me like 10% of what I love you, you're going to be seeking me because you don't want eternal life. I'm, 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 I'm going to give you eternal life. I'm going to give you where there'll be, there'll be no darkness. There'll be no pain. You will know everyone by name. It's all there. And that's what this world don't want people, you know, people who are lost or seeking to, to know because there's what, 4,000 religions. Why? Who made it up? There should only be one. That's it. Did you know, uh, 
when we study the Bible, we realize that God never wanted man to have a king or a president. You know, he wanted, he wanted, it's just us to live in harmony and be ruled by him and Jesus. And, and, and the devil, the devil was jealous of his creation because it was in his likeness. And the devil, a lot of people don't realize this, had 12 wings. And a devil is, is not just like, an, like a, a, a fallen angel. He's a fallen cherub angel, which has four heads and had 12 wings. And like, like Michael has six wings, you know? And like a lot, of, so many people are getting it wrong. There's, a cherub has four faces, like eagle, lion, man's face, man's hands, and something else. I, I can't remember. Honey, what's the other face? At the, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, That's, I wouldn't listen. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> you know, sounds like my wife. Yeah, it, it, it's like everyone will believe in like a movie that says it's based on a true story, but you don't believe in, in what God has offered. How do you think? Come on, Big Bang Theory all of a sudden it exploded and we came about. Come on, that's it's, it's just, it's just, you know, like. That's how deep the deception is with the devil. That's the funny devil because hit, uh, science the, fiction the devil hates that us. made me start to believe. Like uh, as stupid as it sounds, I read uh, um, I read uh, Angels and Demons, and uh, it's like a, a, just a fiction story. It has nothing to do with religion, really. It's just about like science and uh, uh, like a bomb. But like it really made me like stop and think. Like wow, something really created everything. And uh, yeah, like. That's like science and God need to work together. Like it really, that's what started my religion. As stupid as that sounds. Well, God created science. Yeah. See, God is the all, that's why God almighty, the most high, the most powerful, the most loved, the most merciful. I mean, you put it in there, it, it, he created everything. So, you know, and people, that's what I'm saying. That's your father. Why wouldn't you want the most high to be your father? And what wouldn't he do when you come to him? He's just trying to get you through this time. So when you enter it through the narrow gates and get through that, you know, get through the gates. I mean, what would the father do for you? He'd do anything. That's awesome. That's a, uh, great. Yeah, sir. I, I think you should bring up the Dennis story. Oh, Dennis? Yeah. So we had a, a local fighter. Uh, actually, his wife posted in here a little while ago. Uh, Dennis. Um, I don't know how to say his last name correctly, so I'm not going to butcher it. But um, uh, open latissimo. Um, he um, he's he turned into a pastor. He was a gangbanger. He got uh, arrested for a felony. Uh, he was about Uncharged. to shoot somebody. Yeah, he discharged a weapon. Uh, he went to prison. Yeah, Dennis is like he's he's actually watching right now. <laughs> it was me. What's up, Dennis? <laughs> Anyways, uh. He just had his first Muay Thai fight in one of the uh, promotions that me and Ray commentate for. And, uh, like, I heard his story, and I wanted to make sure that he got the opportunity to uh, say his words uh, in the cage. And they were, like, really pressuring me, like, oh, don't interview these guys. We got to uh, – we have to uh, – we have to get out of here. We have to, uh, like, get the show done. But I wanted to give an opportunity to speak, so – I let him talk on the on the mic, and then we had him on the podcast, and he shared his story with us and how he found God, and he's a pastor now, and he's helping kids in uh, Rochester, and he's still staying there. So, man, it, it's so cool that uh, so cool that he's here to actually listen to everything that he just said. I'm sure he loves it. 
What's up, uh, Dennis? Thanks yeah. for uh, spreading the word, the Father's <laughs> word, because that's our Father. See? Yep. You don't understand. Like, uh, my wife and I have been blessed with, like, every single time we um, we went on a date and we said, hey, um, we, uh, we invite the Father. And the one time we forgot to invite the Father, we went to have this uh, Vietnamese soup called pho, P-H-O. Um, like, it came out like, like, I, I, I'm like, let's like, I'm usually like lean meat, you know, steak and the noodles. And it, it was all like, it was all fat. And, and I, and right away I was like, you know what, we totally forgot to invite the father. So we invited him there and we just laughed about it, ate and just, and left. And then the rest of our date was like perfect. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I mean, I've seen some stuff, um, you know, like if you go way back, I'll bring it up. I'll start posting it. But like, We've seen, we've seen like, uh, you know, crazy things like demons. We've seen UFOs. We've seen, you know, you name it. We uh, just twice, like a falcon would like yell out, and my wife's like, oh, but on the first time, see, your prayer worked. He's God is speaking to you. Then one time there's four falcons, and I said, hey, um, Father, can you uh, in Jesus Christ's holy name speak to me and it yelled out, and I said, "Oh, you know what? I'm gonna try that again." Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, speak to me again. He yelled out again. Then I held the phone there. I'm like, "I'm not gonna say anything. Let's see if it yells out again." It didn't yell out. It spun in a circle and it took off. I'm all for it. I have that. I have that on tape. I mean, there and there's there's so many like, like, like people who are spiritually dead. We feel like like my wife and I. We feel like okay. There's a lot of great, you know, pastors out there and they're getting the message out there, but we're getting the message to the people who don't believe, who need to see, you know, the people who need to see to believe. But what, what did Jesus say? Blessed are those who have not seen yet believe. So we are the ones who believe and we're trying to get you guys to just commit all in because once you get baptized and you give your life to Jesus, it's it's different. You'll feel it. There's, there's no doubt. I, we got rebaptized again. I was baptized when I was younger, but you know, like we just decided we're all gonna get baptized again. Actually, my, my wife baptized me first, and I baptized her, and then we, um, we, we. Uh, I'm sorry, I baptized my wife first, and and then she baptized me, and I baptized every, uh, like my son and 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 then uh, my wife's um, mom, my mother-in-law. So, I mean, from that point on. It's like all our exorcisms and all our spiritual battles and all our cases, like when we pray for people, wow. Yeah, like, you know, um, just, just we, we had a case where someone had a, a leak, some, something was leaking in their brain and they're going into a, like a surgery that was like a low, like, you know, the chances are that she would make it was very high. And, then when we were doing a live feed, she jumped on. She said, hey, I'm, I made it. And people who, like, needed a job, and we just prayed for them on air. I got the job, you know. And some of my old students, you know, it's, it's, it's just been, a, been amazing. Uh, it's, it's so amazing that we're able to help people in Jesus Christ's name. There's power in that name. And, and I, that's what I'm just trying to let people know. That's, the Father is your Father. That's that's. That's all of our father. Why wouldn't you want God Almighty, the most high, the most powerful, the most loved to be your father? It's crazy. So. That's and, awesome. 
Uh, you're yeah. you're flooding the comments, so I just want to read this to you while you're talking. It's not about oh, yeah. sending people Here's through Dennis. the church doors, but it's going to where people are at, bringing the gospel of love and Jesus to them. Matthew twenty nine nineteen. Yes, yeah, like, right. Even in the Bible right now, it says the churches are going to be dry. What's that mean? What, what's it mean dry? It means that the Holy Spirit's not there, right? And everyone is like they're preaching on their own agenda. They're giving their own stories, but you you got to preach from the Bible. Then maybe add your stories in there, but you got to go from the Bible and 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 the Bible is undefeated. Look at all like look at every single thing that's happened. The Bible's already predicted it, and uh, you know I feel like we are in we are past the sixth seal. We're we are waiting. We are at that time, and you know here's some some people say, oh you know the the um, the tribulations can come up, but first the raptures can happen. And then, my wife and I, you know, we, we, when we study the Bible, we, we realize Jesus didn't run from going through walking, packing that cross. And he went through every single thing. Why would the father want us to be saved? He's going to test our, he's going to test our will right now. And God's going to protect us right now. We're living in tribulation. See right now, a lot of people don't realize oh, it's not that bad because in your area, you don't see what's going on, but like, like in in Turkey and Saudi Arabia, I mean in in Saudi Arabia, there's like the Bible already said it. There's gonna be like water just flowing out of everywhere. It's happening. It's happening. The Euphrates River is gonna dry up. It's happening. It's already happened. Like all these things that that's already happening has happened. What is left, you know? And the Bible, it's written in parables, so some people might get it wrong. We just go on the Father's word and we put him first and, you know, we don't need no credit for it. And that's 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 truly why we're able to see why would the father have more of his children go through tribulations. And the fact that right now, look what they're doing to the, our food, our conventional food, like, you know, you know, Gates over here buying up all the farmland wants to, you know, vaccinate all the vegetables and the food and that's DNA altering. DNA altering. Why do they want to alter your DNA? Because they don't want you to be of God. That's why. And, and of course, they want to poison you. Have so, you tried a carnivore diet? Like nah, strict carnivore? No. Nah, like nah. uh, you're talking about inflammation earlier, and there's so much bad stuff in our food. And uh, we had Josh Catriona, uh, a local black belt, and he's a big believer in a carnivore diet. And I've done a carnivore diet myself, like eliminating all the like. There's like a fog in your brain. When you eat these, like anything with seed oils in it and like lots of like all the processed food, like it's like a slow poison. And if you can eliminate that, like I don't necessarily believe that you have to like just eat meat, but if you can eliminate processed food, your mind feels so much better. And I'll tell you that 100%. If you eat stuff with nothing more than one or two ingredients in it, you're going to feel better and your mind's going to feel better. It's, there, there's so much bad stuff in our food today. We're, we're literally being poisoned. And this is something I truly, truly believe in too. So Very I, true. I'm, I'm right with you on that. Very true. I mean, what I do is I all organic, non-GMO. And um, I don't eat um, pork because they're unclean, because they don't sweat. Um, and the Bible says they're unclean. Shellfish, shrimp, crab, lobsters, they're all unclean. So I am... Um, I, my diet's very limited and it's okay because I'm looking for heavenly manna. That's what, um, and, 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 you know, it, like manna is like angel food and, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, I just can't wait because I know everything is, is, is coming. 
like all the prophecies it's 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 happening so you know it, it the the crazy thing is like people are so upset that like if, if i say something about the muslim religion or if i say something about buddhist but i'm just trying to help and then you know it it, it doesn't even matter anymore like 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 the father the what jesus says is let the wicked be wicked let the righteous be righteous and let the holy be holy and he'll sort them out on the end but like here's our chance to to get everyone who haven't read the bible give it a chance give god a chance because he 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 created all of us why wouldn't we want to at least commit to him on some sort of level if you can't commit your life to him right maybe go go at it slow and and then then see the wonders you know i mean there's been time where i said just to you know and then i repented after because i'm like father show me lightning and nothing happened father show me lightning and he shows it to me then 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 all of a sudden i i get this feeling like hey you blessed are those who have never seen but yet believe i said okay i gotta stay on that focus i gotta stay on that focus because and here's what are your my thoughts on other religions is there's only one god and his only son is jesus christ and when you believe in that and you believe in that jesus um died on the cross for us rose again three days later and you are you want that the comforter which is the holy spirit to come into your your vessel so that's for me i want to cleanse my vessel i don't want to eat no gmos i want to eat clean i want to take care of my vessel and do everything i could so 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 when the holy spirit dwells within me it is not it's not you know uncomfortable because because if god does all these little details for us even the people who don't love him who's turned away from him god still loves them god still tries to give them stumbling blocks and stumbling blocks is like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna let a volcano blow up let everyone know hey you know come back to me hey you get an accident but you're still alive come back to me and and a lot of people are not coming back to to god but they they end up following because the devil is the great deceiver like look look at all these names satan devil let's let's put those aside the great deceiver the ancient foe of mankind, the creator of all lies, which is the creator of all sins, but prince of all lies, the toothless lion. I mean, you name it. Even like just the other day, we saw a post come up. They're talking about Zeus. And that means it's just the devil. The devil is making up all these things. And at the end, at the end of the revelation, it talks about our father, God Almighty, put hooks in the devil's jaw and drags him across so everyone can see what happens to this and everyone's gonna be like that's that's the devil because a lot of people don't realize hey we have the authority to tread upon the lion and the adder what's that psalms 91 take that authority in jesus christ's holy name and tread upon the lion and don't go and seek it like for us we never seek oh where's the haunted house would just go there and clear it no god will send us to whoever he needs us to help to any houses that are 
has paranormal activity, if we need to clear it, God will send us there and we'll clear it in Jesus Christ's name. We're not clearing it. We're just a vessel there for God to use for us to clear it. But you know, it's, it's like a drug. When you feel the Holy Spirit, you need it more and more and more and you want it more. And you're thinking every single way, how can I, how, how, how can I have the Holy Spirit dwell within me? So what, every time I do an interview, I'm saying, I, I said a prayer before every single interview, I said a prayer before this one. And my wife and I, we always get down on our knees and we pray, Father, please speak through us. Tell all your children what they're missing out on. What is a, what is about to happen? Because when Jesus Christ comes, you can't reach, you can't seek then. The chance is now. because And tomorrow's not promised. You got to seek today. Because if Jesus came tomorrow, man, everyone's chance is that, you know, like, oh, I'll do it. Don't worry. I'll get to it. Boom. He comes tomorrow. You you all missed your chance. You're either going to perish or, you know, you're going to be with the devil in the lake of fire. And I don't want to see that. So, you know, I tell so, people, hey, I, I'd rather tell you and uh, give you a chance to succeed. And I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it in um in a disrespectful way. I'm just telling you the truth. The truth is the truth. You know, how can you believe science? We came from primates. Come on now. And a big bang, and all of a sudden something exploded and everything came, you know, it's crazy, you know? So. I uh, I love everything you're saying, but I do. So my beliefs are a little bit different. I'm going to push back just a little bit here. I think that anybody that's faithful in today's to whatever like traditional religion they believe in are all. They're like at least doing good things and they're they have a belief and I respect every every belief there is. Like I respect the Muslims. Like I have a strong connection to the Muslim community. I love every one of them. And man, they all work really hard. Every Catholic person I know, they're amazing. Every Christian person I know, they're amazing. Um I find that people that believe in some sort of higher power, um, whether I believe they're right or I believe they're wrong, it doesn't believe to me. Like, I believe that all religion is good. Like, as long as it's not some cult, like, where they're, like, murdering goats or something weird. But, like, all the major religions, I think they're, they're all helping people in their own way. And um, I want to give everyone the opportunity to espouse their beliefs. And I want people to believe in what they believe in. But I would never, um, like, because uh, Isaiah was talking about this earlier, my thoughts on other religions. I just wanted to touch on and respect, like, everyone in, in religion. And I love that you're coming on and you're exposing Jesus. like like that that that's something i believe in but i um i agree with the muslim religion. like i agree with everyone i think that if you're searching out some holy power you're doing something better to help the world and that's like how i feel about religion so i just wanted to make sure that uh like i, I express that too to like all my other fans that are watching their uh different religions and like man i i love what you're saying and i want you to keep saying it i just want to make sure that like everyone that you know i don't i don't want to say things to that i'm not willing to say to you to other people so like I believe that every religion is important too. So I just want no, to say no, that real quick while you're talking, man. Totally. I'm I'm not disrespecting any other religion. I'm just letting everyone know right now there's only one God and only one Jesus. Right. And remember, there's only one God. So whenever there's other religions, there's four thousand religions. And when you follow the Bible, you understand. And I, I that's great that you push back because it gives me a chance to maybe give you a better understanding here but here's here's something that jesus also said um the the people who don't know 
of course, they're going to get judged by their heart because that Jesus and God is the most merciful. But the people who do know, now that you do know that there's only one God, this is what also Jesus, what Jesus says. He says that, you know, he, he prefers people to be either hot or cold, right? But the people who are lukewarm, he's going to spill them out of the, his mouth because they're not making an effort. I'm not saying you're lukewarm. I'm saying that you're, you, you're, you're giving credit to all the other religions. But what about the religions that the devil made up? Like, come on. I mean, who's, who's married here? Are you married? I'm married. Uh, so if you wanted to become Mormon... And you said, hey, you tell your wife, hey, I want four other wives. Is that cool? <laughs> it's the Mormon religion. Is that cool? Would your wife agree to that? I don't know. <laughs> she might be willing to get rid of me if she had four husbands. <laughs> I don't think she'd like four Do wives. you see where I'm coming? No, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's, that's I think like that religion is going to say that. I just think as long as we're... We're all trying. I, to... I, I think the best message here is forget about the religion, forget about all the religions out there, because it's all about the relationship. I don't say um, I used to be Catholic, and then you know I I, I see the Christians they're they're you know they, they 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 believe in in Jesus and they're they they definitely they're on the right track. But for me, it's just because everyone is a Christian. No, I I'm 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 I'm, I'm God's child. And Jesus Christ saved me. He's my Lord and Savior, and that's all. That's all I need. So you know. So, Mr. Shoney Carter jumped in. Ah, Shoney, what's up, brother? Brother, how are you doing? Such a doing blessing. Good, I'm doing good. I have been. I'm. I've been fighting with the Chrome reader on this phone. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I didn't want y'all to think I abandoned y'all. I literally was like, need more time to talk about Jesus, so it's cool, you know. <laughs> that's hey, I, I've been watching. That's what's frustrating. I'm sitting there banging my head on my camera, on 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 my. I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay, we know what I do. Y'all know who I am. Hi. Okay, people. As per it's a lot going on because I've been listening and emphatically. I'm like, well, oh, I can't say something. I want to say something. I've been to Israel. I've walked the Via Dolorosa. I've rested my hand where Yeshua rested as the Roman soldiers beat upon him on the way to his crucifixion. I was showing my documentary director and my, my fiance my stuff shelf. I have stuff. And, <laughs> and it was just so cool to hear you. And I ain't seen you in years other than YouTube. And it's really enlightening to hear athletes journalists speak out of normal parameters yeah in conversation especially subjects that is not normally heard from with especially combat athletes we hear all of the colorful vernacular the fancy suits and yeah okay I'm talking about me but the great part, it's it's really enlightening. It really is. And it's it's so very refreshing. Thank you. As per part of, I didn't hear everything because I was turning the phone off, turning the phone on, resetting. So please forgive me. 
because there were there were gaps in what y'all were saying for me. Um, wow, it's a lot. It's it's really cool, and it's hey, great to see you. Great to see you too, brother. And and the the most amazing thing that that when you said, "Oh my goodness," that that was really that because so many people that don't realize they they use OMG or GD a lot. And that's a direct sin against the father. And for 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 this is the first time, like like on a like a like a live feed where someone comes on and says, "Oh my goodness!" I'm like, "Whoa, that's a, I haven't heard that much because everything is a OMG or GD, and it's crazy." So, um, my family. Okay, I'm the wild child in the family. My uncle was a pastor. My brother is a minister. My son is in the way of and he came to me at the age of 16 and he thought I would be disappointed because a lot of people at least in my circle I don't know about y'all but people would think that my children are supposed to be the next coming of spinning back fists and speedos and I said <laughs> I'm like, no, I mean, I ever saw so I get a chance, you know, work, you get it, Kong. You get to play with the kids and you, you flick a kick or punch at them and you show them something and leave me alone. Get away from me. <laughs> you try to have bonding time with your younger ones, whether it's nieces, nephews, or your children, or anybody. You don't expect anybody to want to go into that very hurting, sacrificing, very high-level disciplined world. And it's a different structure for my oldest son. He has the stru hardest structure of intended discipline because he's going in the ways of Christ. And I'm not disappointed. I actually cried when he told me that. I was like, do you know what basic instructions before leaving Earth are, and he didn't get what I said. And I repeated, I said, do you know what your basic instructions before leaving Earth are? Gentlemen, Bible. That's Bible. very true. The King yeah. James Bible. Yeah. And it's it's cool to hear this. I was like, wow. Because Q, he's here with me. really great friend of mine. He's doing the documentary. There he is. Wait, wait, I'm doing it right. Hey, there I'm he is. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. And it's it's cool to, to hear this. This is, it takes me into a different place and, and conversing with all of you. Usually it's you know the typical me caveman, me strong, me Amen. fight man. <laughs> I take that as insult. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw it in for you. I did that for you. Yabba dabba do. Yabba dabba do. Just so everyone uh, that's watching realize you guys actually fought each other and that you come on. Yes. And, Can I get a copy of footage? I need the footage, sir. Can I get a copy? 
I'll dig it out. You beat me. Man. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's hilarious is that in the business of combat sports, I mean, I knew who Kung Lee was. He even fought in the Shidakan. I still train that stuff. I'm going to Japan in September for a promotion test. And I tell people, I'm like, it was we, we didn't even get to talk too much, did we? Before or after. No, yeah. No. There was no ill feelings. It was no, you know, you know, it was go have a drink after a fight or anything. It was just like, all right, talk to you later. Love. <laughs> it didn't, I have hardly ever, let me think. No, it's always been business. I've never wished any ill will on anybody when I compete against them. Win, lose, or draw. Even when I fought in Greece, I did the gladiatorial combat called Pancration. And it was in, it was more of a learned experience. When I competed in Tel Aviv, Israel, that was a beautiful trip. Getting to drink from the wells, which Mary and Yosef drank from when they were hiding from the Roman soldiers. Walking on the Via Dolorosa. That praying at the Wailing Wall. If anybody can help me out, I don't. I could not tell the difference. Walk if you were Palestinian or Israelite, I could not tell the difference. I just saw human. I saw man. I saw a woman. I saw a child of God. As per the nickname Mister International. I pride myself and maybe I don't really say pride before the fall, but the cool part is that I get to interact with people that I may not have otherwise ever would have met if it were not for my journeys and travel, martial arts competition, getting to see the more spiritual, emotional aside from the physical with all of this. And we stand up. I was doing training today, and I, I'm older than you, Kung Lee. Good grief. I'm older than you. Man. I was just telling my fiance, she's like, who's older? I says, he is. And then, then my director, he Googled you. And I'm like, no, I got you beat. I'm May 3rd. That's right. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I just feel like the old man. I'm, I'm drawing pictures as well. In painting, so I'm not trying to shamelessly plug my belts or artwork. It's just I have to get get up. My knees and my butt hurts because I was doing kata for three hours. All of a sudden, and the camera pans around to all his paintings. That's what we gotta do. You gotta sell your stuff. That's what we're here for. Help you sell your stuff. They're so beautiful. <laughs> Kong, you know I've been silly though. You knew that. You knew that, right? You what? know I'm silly. I have always been silly. I tell people all the time, I am, okay, yeah, I compete in everything, but I always laugh when they say I'm known for my colorful dress and my vernacular and my outrageous behavior. But I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm an athlete as a side gig. <laughs> like, good grief. And throughout my entire life, I've learned to listen. And that's 
Somebody said I'll be I'll be sixty on my sixtieth birthday. I read people's quotes too, and I laugh because I'm like, "You sixty years old, but you get all your teeth, and you do not have arthritis." And he, that guy might have a passport, maybe, because people here in America are scared to travel. Whereas I've gone through a few passports, like five of them, and I got dislocated fingers <laughs> and elbows. So, listen, I'm going to keep going back to what y'all were, what you were discussing previously. It is incredibly beautiful. It is almost, you know, I want to say it's groundbreaking. This is the first podcast I've ever seen with athletes or and journalists involved speaking upon religion spiritual attachment to our creator. Yeah. And People I find it. talk about it, man. We can do, we, everyone should be I, free to say what they want to say. That's, that's what the goal is. That's what we need I, to I, I agree. I agree. And, and I don't we're in a different world now. People are afraid of everything. People are mm -hmm. super sensitive to certain subjects. And when you were speaking in reference to my last turn on, turn off moment, when you were saying how the churches are empty and how you're a vessel, and a lot of people lose sight of him. And I can tell you, I cannot agree more. I'm not the most religious person in the world, but I do have a very intimate relationship with our creator and like I said my brother's a pastor my son is in the way of and I have a I don't want to say alternative because I'm not I'm, I never I'll say alternative I have a very catawampus obtuse angled life things go on in my life randomly that you wouldn't believe it. And I have faith that keeps me going in such a powerful forward direction. And it's really what's kept me steadfast in a positive forward direction. I consider it a blessing to be a part of this. You all have been speaking in such an eloquent manner and not being afraid to say what's from your heart, not just what's from your mind that comes out of your lips. We have a new society of people that will Let's misconstrue. All day. Let's go. They will misconstrue. They will, they will put corrupt. They will force an agenda of what our creator has not wanted from us as our as his children. And I I'm not afraid of what they're doing. I am hyper vigilant. That's the Shoney fancy word for fear. Hyper vigilant. I have a 30-year-old daughter, a 21-year-old son, a soon to be 18-year-old son. Buckle up, gentlemen. 
I have a five-year-old daughter, a four-year-old granddaughter. I worry about my five-year-old daughter. There's great intense dense, uh, difficulty in spending time with her because of the tumultuous um, situation I have with her mother. Not from my side. I promise. And every man will say that, but I wholeheartedly promise. I worry about other people's children and what this new world is doing to distract these weak-minded new adults. People are very weak-minded these days. Mm -hmm. It's not about fighting like, like how Kung Lee and I did. There's another fight that needs to be fought. And the evil that is going on, I don't blame evil for being evil. I blame good men that are standing aside, allowing evil to occur continuously. I agree. I can, we're going we're gonna to have to uh, like cut you a little bit short, Mr. Uh, sure. Mr. Uh, International. We're going to uh, hit you up. We're going to try and get you on the podcast, too, and like jump you up so we can have uh, listen sure. to you, give you a whole story. Like I appreciate you. Uh, I want to make sure that we give Mr. Kung Lee the opportunity to uh, say a prayer and lead us out of this uh, podcast before he shuts us off. He's like, oh, man, I got to get out of here. I see him. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's okay. I was just listening. Hey, Shoney. Yes, sir. Congratulations on your big family and your five-year-old and what you worry about with the kids. Don't worry about the kids because Jesus says suffer the kids into him. Just worry about your faith and don't be lukewarm because Jesus will spill you out of his mouth if you're lukewarm. You have that platform. You should be telling everyone about how much you love Jesus and what he's done for you. That is the key. That's that's that, that's Jesus says he hopes, he prefers people to be either hot or cold. Don't be lukewarm. So when you're lukewarm, he's going to spill you out of your mouth, his mouth. You don't want that because when you get through that narrow gate, you're like, Jesus, I did this, I did that. He says, you know, you workers of inquinity, you know, I know you're not. Boom. That's gonna that's gonna hurt, and but that's gonna be forever. So just know, don't be lukewarm. Keep your kids, tell them Jesus come first, because God Almighty is the most high, the most powerful, the most love. And then um whenever you guys are ready, um if there's Let's a couple do it. Of questions or whatever, I, I can lead a prayer for you guys. No, no problem. We love that, sir. Please read us a prayer. Well, okay. I'll mute everyone else's mic, so it's going to be all you. No problem. Usually when I say a prayer, especially when it's for people, I'm going to drop, jump down on my knees real quick. Oh, yeah. See, my knees are sore today. And Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost. Father, first of all, thank you for this opportunity to be um, on this um, podcast with, uh, with all these gentlemen and these warriors here. Please, um, the message that I got out today, thank for speaking through me. Please soften everyone's heart so they can know that you are just waiting for them to come to you and seek you with all of their hearts. Please put a hedge of protection around everyone who's listening right now, anyone who has a problem, anyone who's having anything that is bugging them in the spiritual realm and in the physical world. Please uh, show them your light and bless them so they can come to you because your stumbling blocks is for everyone to come back to you. And, you know, tomorrow's not promised. And we just thank you for today and thank for everything that you have blessed us with. Please, Father, 
give everyone that hedge of protection, seal everyone with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, protecting them from all evil in the spiritual realm and in the physical world. In Jesus Christ's holy and mighty name, it shall be done. God the Father, the most high, the most powerful, most loved commands it. God the Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior commands it. God the Holy Ghost, our protector, connector to the Holy Trinity commands it. The Holy Trinity commands it. In Jesus Christ's holy and mighty name we pray. Amen. And Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. All glory goes to you, Father. Amen. Thank you guys very much for your time, guys. You and Mr. Shoney, I appreciate you guys. And yes, so uh, my you. son is planning to sign with Bellator. Um, I should be talking to uh, Scott Coker in about two weeks. Uh, that was answering. I forget. Someone popped up and asked that question. Isaac uh, Captain. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. My son, uh, my son Anthony, will be going pro, and um, but right now. He gave his life to Jesus, and he's um, talking to the younger crowd because the younger crowd is the crowd that is at the most disadvantage because the families nowadays, they're not teaching about God. They're not teaching. They're letting the schools handle the teaching, and the schools right now are failing because they're teaching us about, you know, transgender and all that. So know that transgender and all that is um, – the devil's agenda and the rainbow they hijacked the rainbow from the father the the rainbow is god's promise to us that he wouldn't flood the earth and do what it's like a um what he promised moses as well so know that um this is the devil's agenda and please try to m maneuver through this agenda through the, all these cobwebs by prayer it's god's word god's word we all have the flaming sword everyone and that's the that's his word all right guys god bless god and, bless uh, sir god, god bless appreciate you sir have a great evening thank you very much for your time and look it's 133 33 is a holy number <laughs> look we finished 133 perfect holy. thank you perfect. sir holy night goodbye right. sir thank you i appreciate you i gave everybody my number i texted all right, all right awesome god bless thank you very much guys we appreciate you have a great day. Tony, good to see you. Great seeing you again. Great to see you guys, like, so friendly, too. Thank you for coming on, Mr. Shoney Carter. We appreciate you. We'd love to have you, but just you, so we can sit down and talk about all your battles and in the ring and the cage and in life, man. I'd love to hear you, you talk. Let's, you uh, will, it's going to be a lot. I need, all, <laughs> I need a whole hour and 30-something minutes. Uh, we'll definitely get to that. Uh, we'll have Ray book you, man. We'll make it a great, a great, great podcast. I'm, I was super excited to get you. I have so many questions to ask you. You're one of my heroes coming up too, man. You and the spinning breakfast. Hey, man, the yeah. spinning breakfast. Yeah, just check out the, the highlight. Kick and the, the invention of spinning, <laughs> the spinning backfist and the scissor kick. Both you guys are like innovators in MMA. It's amazing to see. Wait till you go to the highlight reel on YouTube. You'll see the Tony Carter. What I really do. <laughs> I have a I documentary coming up with with my, my director. I'm, I'm gonna try to get him to send y'all the sizzle reel for the Heck for yeah. the, the documentary. That, we'll post it. We'll post it all over the place. We appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Shoney. Let's get you in as soon as we can. Rail, rail, book us up, and we'll make it happen. Thank Sounds you so like much. a plan. We appreciate right. it. Sorry, I had so much technical difficulty. No worries. I, I figured it out now. All right, perfect. That's awesome. That's amazing. All All right. Have a great day, sir. All right, take care. All right, guys. All right, Ray. Another great pot. Dude, you landed 
Serious Gasset, you got Kung Lee. Thank you so much, man. No problem. I'm gonna. All right, let's get going. Then let's uh cut it off. All right. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy man. I'm glad you're getting over to COVID. Uh, hopefully you feel better. Looks like you lost 106 pounds. Ray was so <laughs> delirious. I asked him what he weighs today. He's like, I'm 126. I'm like, oh shit, dude, we better call the hospital. And uh, he's like, nah, no, nah, 226. <laughs> good to see you. All right, guys. Have a good uh, night. Have a great night. Yep. Yeah.